Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Crypto Hipsters Podcast, where I interview founders and co-founders, entrepreneurs and artists, executives and stay-at-home hipsters in crypto and blockchain around the world. And I have an amazing podcast for you today. Let's get to it. Um, and today I have a very special guest. Uh, it's going to be a very interesting conversation because he does really cool stuff. Um, his name is Darren Cullen, a.k.a. Sir. He's the CEO, Big Papa, founder and artist at Graffiti Kings. Darren, welcome to the show. Hello, sir. Good to be here. Great to have you. Um, so my first question to kick things off is, what is your background and how is it? Uh, how does it relate to what you're doing now? Okay, so uh, <clears throat> I'm a professional graffiti artist. I say professional because uh, I'm now endorsed by the British government for doing what I'm doing. That uh, came about in 1996 uh, for working. We was running diversionary projects with young children, keeping them off the streets out of trouble. Uh, the British government, a, a, a department of the government called the DETR came in and evaluated the projects that we were doing. They loved the projects that we was doing and they wrote a paper about it that was published in a report that went out to all the local governments and basically endorsed what we did and said to all these other local governments, if you've got a problem with graffiti, this is a, a project that's being run uh, very successfully and you should try and uh, copy it or even still get in touch with uh, myself, which what which is what many uh, companies, which many local governments did uh, within days, weeks afterwards, my phone just didn't stop. And that's the moment when I went legit uh, I setting up a, a limited company, Graffiti Kings, to take on this new massive workload that we was doing. Whereas before it was just me being me, taking on a few commissions every now and then. Uh, but now it just literally went uh, mainstream. And since then, we've been working all over the world for, for near enough every major brand there is, from painting their offices, uh, the outside of their buildings, to taking their advertising uh, billboards and painting it on the side of eight-story buildings, taking movie posters and turning them into street art murals on the side of buildings, even down to painting kids' bedrooms. We do everything. If it can be painted, we're painting it. Great. Uh, so I want to take a step back for a second, then I want to find out, at a high level, what is what is graffiti art and street art? I'm not fam too familiar, so if you could tell us. Yeah, so graffiti, obviously, well, the media call it graffiti, but us in, in our world, we call it writing. Uh, so in Philadelphia and the new and in the Bronx, New York, in the early seventies, uh, teenagers would write their names on the wall, and what they would write on the wall was uh, a nickname, and most commonly after their nickname, they would write uh, a few numbers, and those numbers would represent the boroughs of where they lived in their town, and uh, yeah, so this phenomena grew on of writing. Uh, then it came over to the UK in the early 80s. 
Uh, and that's when I got into it in 1983 at the age of 10. And uh, yeah, and it was just, then obviously the, the media got on got on top of it uh, because again, you had in the, in the 70s in New York, obviously you had graffiti. There's always been graffiti writing on the wall. So as because the media saw these a new uh, influx of writing on the wall, uh, they just called it, they just adopted the word graffiti. So, uh, yeah, the media call it graffiti, but us, we call it writing. Uh, we're called writers. And uh, the difference between graffiti, stroke writing, and street art, because uh, we got into it, well, we're the, we're the second generation. Obviously, the first generation was, was the guys in Philadelphia and New York. They uh, was doing it because of of their nicknames and their, and where they lived in the borough. Uh, that was their marking their territory and then we picked it up because of what they was doing and what they was doing was basically uh vandalizing vandalizing things that anything that moved or didn't move they would write their names on it whereas now people that are getting inspired and into this culture it's not through the vandalism side of it it's through seeing street art i.e murals nice colorful murals on the wall so that's the difference really so if you get into this space to vandalize, you're a graffiti artist, stroke writer. But if you get into this space because you want to create great pieces of artworks that are colorful, then that's uh, the street art side. That's that's where you can call yourself a street artist. I, uh, I thank you for that. I remember I was big into the Philadelphia uh, nightclub scene back in the early nineties. And now I, now I know what you're talking about. And I remember seeing those numbers on the wall and going to South street and having a cheesesteak and seeing that. Um, so I got it. Thank you. Um, cool. what was your inspiration by the way to, to get involved over in the, in the UK? What was, what, what inspired you? Yeah. So we had, uh, in school, there was, uh, across the road from the school, there was these two brothers, and they'd come back from a trip with their parents from New York. And while they was out in New York, they had seen all the trains, the metro system, just literally blitz of all these pictures, cartoon characters, Donald Duck, Daffy Duck, all that sort of thing. And uh, they had taken photographs. Their mum and dad had explained to them what it was and why they was doing it, that sort of stuff. So they, was, so they came back pretty clued up about what they had seen and what it was about. They had uh, come to school, showed us these photographs of what they had what they had been taken, of all these great images on the trains and on the walls. And that was it. The bug had caught us. Well, the reason why it caught me as well, more importantly, is because I'm not sure how long before. It could have been months, could have been weeks, but it was definitely quite a few, uh, quite a bit of time before I had seen these photographs. I had seen, uh, the graffiti on the walls in my area, but didn't know what it was. Uh, I remember one day for the first time, for example, walking behind the local swimming baths and on the walls around the back where no one could see what was going on, just seeing these these huge paintings, colourful paintings on the wall. Uh, yeah, and I was just, yeah, amazed by it, just looking at it, never seen anything like it before. Usual, if you see, if you see paintings on the wall, usually it's like, painted trees, nice scenery, countryside, that sort of thing. Whereas this was very colorful, very dynamic, very abstract. Uh, yeah, so I just remember seeing these paintings and then 
when these two brothers had showed me these photographs, I was like, two and two together, I was like, wow, that's it. And, and then explained why these kids were doing it. And they, and he explained, they explained that the kids had nicknames. That was it within, within a few hours. Well, within seconds, maybe. We've all adopted a, a nickname ourselves. I'd called myself Flash. I think I'd taken that from maybe a comic book. I can't remember why I called myself Flash, but that was my first tag. And yeah, we, from then we would go into the school, open the drawers, take all the marker pens, all the chalk, anything we could write, we could use to write our names on the walls and stuff. And, and that's what we was doing. And then it weren't until maybe a few years later, around about 1984, 1985, where you had a book that came out called Subway Art. And then you had the explosion of MTV and the video Buffalo Girls, Three Buffalo Girls by Malcolm LeCaron with the graffiti on the side of it. And then the film Style Wars that was just about graffiti. That again, just ho opened up this, this whole new world. Because before that, there wasn't much inspiration. All we, I mean, literally for weeks, we would just copy these photographs and try and master Obviously, when because obviously when we was first copying and drawing them, it wasn't great. But it's just like I suppose it's like anything. It's like when you first play golf at first, you, it's no good. But you keep playing it, and you keep playing it, you get better. So for weeks and months, we just copy these photographs, and the drawings that we would do get would get better and better and better compared to what we was looking at. And then yeah, then the book and films came out, and then there was more inspiration to inspire us. And it gave us more uh, in more in-depth story about what it was and who what, who it was and where it was happening, and yeah, that that just sparked the UK scene even more. And at that time, I had gone to secondary school and a bit more older. I'm now at an age where I can now jump on buses and leave my area because obviously, when I got into this, I was ten, so I'm still young. I'm still not. Walk, not traveling out of my area so much i'm still very local but yeah going into secondary school now there's a but now we're in an era where there's more people that know about this this culture and more about it and i meet up with other kids in the school and uh yeah we're now jumping on buses we're now jumping on trains and that's all that's all we're doing every weekend every night after school just going around traveling and writing our name everywhere and that was it and it just went on and went on and went on till the mid 90s when uh i get the chance to manage these workshops run these workshops for but yeah for these young adults to keep them off the streets diversionary projects and that's where it all spurned spawned into a, a professional thing very cool um and speaking of the professional thing, you recently had um, an art drop on on Wax platform that sold out, and I think I think it was fifteen seconds. Um, yeah. What? How did that? How did that whole process go? And and what? What's your secret to selling out so quickly? Well, luckily we've got a huge audience. Uh, the names are great. A great winner, Graffiti Kings. Uh, but yeah, so we've got a great audience online. We've got a Facebook audience of 2.4 million. Uh, we've got viral videos that they're close into like 80 million, average 40 million views. Uh, and 
don't get me wrong, I don't think a majority of my audience were purchasing these cards. Because uh, again, it's, it, this this industry we're in, it's 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 all Chinese to to most people. Uh, trying to get someone to talk talking to anyone about crypto is 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 hard enough. Trying to talk to them about purchasing a JPEG is just another another step out of the in space. Uh, so yeah, so how that happened, we I've been working in this. Well, I say I've been working. I have been working very hard, very uh, manic over the last few months, literally non-stop, non no sleep, hardly no sleep, just contacting. Again, this is what we do in the real world, uh, trying to draw up business, trying to draw up uh, collaborations. It's just literally just contacting companies, sending out decks, explaining what we can do for them. And, uh, yeah, that's exactly what we've done in this space. We've reached out to various brands in the cryptoverse, explained who we are, explained what we want to do. This, this obviously, this arena speaks out. To, it's crying out for us. It's art. It's it's digital. I'm, 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 I've been here in this digital world since 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 the birth. Yahoo, Messenger. Uh, so anyway, we reached out to uh, our planet, explained who we are, what we're doing. They loved what we was doing, and they said, "Yeah, let's give it a go." Hence, why the first drop was a uh, six thousand. And which is pretty small that now that I know because a next a next drop that we've got in on the twenty second of May where we've got around thirty thousand packs. Uh, so hopefully more people will get the chance. I say that because after these ones sold out in fifteen seconds, our Discord page and Twitter page just literally blew up with unhappy people that couldn't purchase any of these cards. Uh, so hopefully this time now more people will get it. But yes, we reached out and said, "Look, this is what we want to do." And they they liked it, and uh, within a few weeks, we did what we do best. We didn't sleep. We just got our heads down and designed all these great new cards. We've got a, a collection before then, but that collections was already was already in place for the drop that we've got on the twenty second, which we had more more planning with. This was very quite a new thing, and then yeah, it went like that. It literally just sold out. So you had one drop already. You're gonna have a you're gonna have a second drop coming up soon uh, with more. Yeah, the sec art. yeah the second drop is with R2 collectibles. Um, that's a that's a that's a collaboration we've been working on for quite a few months. Whereas the R Planet uh, collaboration is very new. I reached out to them literally just recently uh, and said that we was doing this drop with R2 collectibles coming up, and we've been doing other things in this space with other people. Uh, be a great collaboration if we can do something together so yeah it all happened very in a, it happened all very in a small window and yeah the one we got on the 20 seconds with our two collectibles that's another great drop it's totally different it's nothing to do so anyway the crypto moon boys that was what we so i start again so the our planet collaboration so you've got graffiti we're the graffiti kings we are who we are we create we're, we're artists we create great pieces of artwork and the R2 collection is just that. It's us as artists. The, the, the artwork, the NFTs that are going to be in that pack is a celebration of the artwork we create as Graffiti Kings. Uh, the collaboration we've done with Our Planet, that was a, a new world that we've created called the Crypto Moon Boys. 
you've got uh yes yeah, so there's the crypto moon boys and then the, within the crypto moon boys you've got these three gangs uh one gang called the hodl warriors which features a, a character called the bitcoin kid and bitboy and various other characters and then you've got another gang called uh, the crypto bulls and the crypto bears and basically these three gangs are fighting each other trying to be the winners of the of the new metaverse uh before the the great reset in 2030 comes along and uh, one of them wants to reign supreme so that's the story we've got got we've got going on with the crypto moon boys great uh designs get yourself online and have a look but yeah so that's the that was the r planet drop the r2 drop we've got coming up is artworks that feature ourselves and what we've been doing now new artworks that we've created that no one's seen artworks that have been painted on on the wall and as soon as we've painted them we painted over them so no one's no one's seen them they're going to be exclusive just for the drop and uh yeah our planet was totally was a was a new venture that we're going down which is the crypto moon boys that sounds really fun actually sounds really cool it's really fun and you said one word there though that brought me back to 2017 when i was in the ico space and that was manic <laughs> You know, um, there was a lot of there's a lot of mania going on right now. But um, and I and I I picked up on something on your website and I said, okay, I got to talk to you because you have made it a point, you know, that customer service is king. Yes. You know, and, um, you know, over the last decade, you know, I I, I, before I got into crypto, I was in insurance. Right. Um, There were a lot of industries here in the U.S. um, with that replaced. customer service with, with with nothing right um customer service is is missing um what have you been able to you know achieve and learn that would not have been possible if you haven't focused on your customer service first what would what would have not been possible had you not had this customer's king approach first i still don't get it what well, impossible i mean i'll I, I take this i'll take this as breathing air this is normal treating people uh one-on-one with respect and i think that's another reason why we are where we are uh whereas other people in this space doing what i'm doing they're just touting out the artwork to well in fact most people that are in this space in my world uh they're just agencies they've got no background in 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 what there is they're selling they're just someone trying to make a profit and they'll take a they'll take an email from a from from a client from their nicely created website and stick it online make it all look like what it's supposed to look like and they get a job come in and they just go through their their list of artists and just pick one and say look here's a job go and do it whereas yeah we just from from, from yeah from from the first email where we work out what the what the client wants we'll have a we'll have a conversation <clears throat> and that's it that person will always work directly with the artist right from the start right through to the end of executing the project because this is what we do as a hobby i mean we're 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 privileged to to know that we're getting paid as artists to uh well we're lucky to be paid as an artist full stop especially at our age you know i'm near enough like yeah i'm in the mid 40s I understand that because my focus is on customer service too and build a relationship. And I think that's the way to build business, you know? Um, and you also said, you know, um, 
vandalism saved you from a life of crime. Um, you know, we've had plenty of, in the last year in our country with COVID and with the politics and the election, we've had a lot of, um, you know, a lot of, um, you know, vandal, not say vandalism, but unrest, right? Um, yeah. So how do you, how would you take, how would you inspire or, or uh, direct artists to use their gifts and help them to channel, you know, their gifts positively towards like, you know, a new career. And, and if it's not in graffiti art, then one that is based on their skills of creativity. Um, what do you think? Yeah. So yeah, whether it's graffiti art or creating memes, which seems to be a hot topic at the moment for years and years, we've been, looking at these memes and laughing and thinking they're fun and we, and we pass them on and we share them thinking of no value. Whereas now these memes are generating so much amount of, uh, attention and value. People seem to, well, well, for, 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 for right as well. They are great pieces of art. When you think about it, they make you smile. They make you laugh. That's a winner, uh, straight away. It's emotional. Anyway. So if you want to get into this space, I would encourage people straight away to, join groups facebook being a, a great starting point let's yeah if you are a graffiti artist or you're an abstract artist or or even you're a pottery artist you create you know do you want to create pottery take photographs and create photographs of your pottery and stick that online of course you can i guarantee you there's going to be an industry in this space for every arena uh you can think of even penguins. If you like penguins, take photographs of penguins. Someone's going to buy a photograph of a penguin. I guarantee you. Uh, anyway, so yeah, find these groups on Facebook. Uh, just be engaging. Talk, talk, talk. Talk about your ideas. Explain your ideas. You're going to get a load of hate. Of course you are. You can't please everyone. I don't think there's not one person in this world that can please anyone. Uh, yeah, so get yourself on these groups. Explain what uh, you're doing. You might find hopefully other people that will. Uh, well, you'll find, you will find people that give you advice and some help, and then you may even find people that like what you're doing and may want to join. And if that's the case, then, uh, yeah, I'll encourage that very uh, highly. Uh, collaboration is king. Uh, again, this is why I think you've got so many struggling artists in the world. Uh, they're all just trying to do it on their own. There's too much work involved for anyone to do with two hands. Uh, get yourself into a team if you like the idea. If you don't like the idea, I encourage people to try that. To at least try it you don't you won't know until you try and uh yeah if you get knocked back quickly don't take that as the final uh thing that's going to happen and represent what you're going to do forward try and try again give it at least three or four four chances before you knock the idea on the head of working with someone uh so it may just be that first person you you decide to work with just is wasn't right for you hopefully your gut instinct will kick in but I say that because they're young and they most don't understand how that feels. But yeah, just keep trying. Uh, yeah, so get yourself on Facebook, reach out to as many people, explain what you're doing. And yeah, then create some great pieces of artwork and get yourself online and see what happens. And once you get online, don't just think you got you, it's that easy, just by posting it and just forget about it. You've got to do what big brands do, i.e. marketing. Uh, and in my case, don't sleep, create the artwork, stick it online and literally don't sleep until as many, until you get as many people to see it and talk about it. Cause if people don't, if people ain't seeing it and talking about it, then no one's, no one can hear you still. You're still 
no one. You've got to get people talking and engaging. That's social media. That's why everyone's here, liking, sharing. You need to get all that going. And again, don't be afraid to get the negative responses, which you're going to get. Of course, like I said, you can't please everyone. The, the best artwork in the world still gets negative reviews. So, uh, yeah, expect a lot of hate. In my case, I think that's pretty good. There's no such thing as bad news. But, yeah, just don't stop doing it. Just don't stop. Simple as. I uh, I agree, and I, I do what I do, too, and I don't stop, no matter what people think. Um, you know, you and I are both artists. You're, um, you're a visual artist, and I'm I'm a data artist. So I, I'm, I'm heavy into DeFi, and you're heavy mm-hmm. now into NFTs. And I see DeFi as a way of rebuilding society, but how could how could NFTs be the basis for a new society where people have equity and they're building the future and they're and they're those who are left behind by modern society build um, a new society using the NFTs and their artwork? How would you see? How would you envision a world like that looking? Well, just by looking, just by seeing what I'm seeing already. Uh... Again, the our planet where you've got where if you own these, if you're if you're lucky enough to own these NFTs, rare NFTs, you can stake them on these games, uh, and you get a reward for staking them, and you're getting paid. In in fact, some cases, give an example, uh, Ken, Ken, Kenneth Bozak, artist. If you if you if you're lucky enough to own a one of one nft by him and you're able to stake it on our planet that can just generate twenty thousand pounds a year so what can that do twenty thousand pounds that'll change your life you can now sit sit down comfortably not having to worry about going to work and so that's the difference between having a career well what's your future if you've got if you're having a career that's you doing what you want to do if you ain't got a career then that means you've got a nine to five and that's a job that's a totally different thing if you want a career you, you need to be able to it's something that you want to do in your time when you want to do it. Uh, if you ain't got that, then and you are working, that's a job, as far as I'm concerned. So yeah, if you're so it's, uh, this avenue, if you manage to get into it, you can be able to sit on your bum and put 24 hours into this space and make it work for you, rather than trying to work for someone else. And again, that's what NFTs are doing for thousands of people already that are staking these nfts on that game and getting these rewards from it ridiculous who would have thought giving someone a jpeg <laughs> yeah would do that for um, someone. and i think that's phenomenal um there was so, so we're, you see we're very early still in the stage of building out the global economy um right yeah it's 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 ridiculous what yeah again what i've seen going on and the, yeah the utility and what's happening and the talk about what's going on and what's going to come it makes my hair stand up and i ain't even got none <laughs> it was another reason why i got into this space i sold my house to get into this space literally i saw how i saw where this is going i was like okay uh we need to uh, get into this space as this new fourth industrial revolution because it is going to swallow up the world. I agree. My uh, 
my last question, and I, I want to thank you very much for your time. I want to congratulate you on your on your uh, recent drop. I'm looking forward to the next one to see how that how fast that goes. Um, and uh, it's been a, it's been an honor and a pleasure. And my last question is. Um, if anybody wants to contact you, find out more information about you, have you prepare some artwork for them, uh, how can they How can they contact you? How can they reach you? Just go online, search for Graffiti Kings. We'll be the first ones to pop up, and we'll be the second and the third and the fourth and the fifth and so on. Just go onto the contact page and send us a nice happy email with a smile at the end. And, uh, yeah, that'll get my attention. Awesome. Thank you very much for your time today. And you, thanks a lot.